0: Yoshinobu Yamamoto does not sign with the Mets. He does not sign with the Yankees, but he indeed goes to the L.A. Dodgers just like Shohei Otani. 12 years, $325 million. I am not really all that upset as Is a Mets fan from a messing with your savings point. plan. There's gonna going to be less juice going into this want. season because the Mets with did Verizon, not get him. There's still going to be juice need. going into the Yankees, Yankees for limited time when because they have so and Verizon they're going to be You'll better than they were last year Plus, the one you'll thing save I on don't things you actually love, like the Netflix you're and you're Max with ads bundle, and it's on our award-winning 5 G network, on the, you bring, bring your phones to your Verizon you store today for an incredible going deal. A better plan to, to say is Verizon. Go 325 Additional terms and conditions and apply. And have the most amount of money up there with the Dodgers and the Mets for him to pick the Yankees over the other place. And the other thing I don't understand is Steve Cohen flies out to Japan. He has him at his house for dinner. He knows that the Dodgers and the Yankees brands are more appealing to Yamamoto and he knows that he's going to have to give him the most money to get him here and all he did was match the offer. That's confusing to me but 12 years, $325 for a guy that we couldn't pick out of a lineup at this point is probably it's okay that he's not here. It's okay. It will be
1: okay. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Jay. And uh, there's a new evil empire. What can I tell you? I thought the Yankees were going to get him, and uh, now all of a sudden he decides to go to the Dodgers with some incredible contract. (laughs) Dodgers has spent over a billion dollars this year on three players now. And, you know, when you look at uh, what he is going to uh, count against their luxury tax, it's about $27 million a year. And the uh, the Dodgers, because the way that the uh, uh, Otani contract is constructed, as opposed to seventy million per year, they're going to be hit with a forty-six million dollar a year, yep. um, you know, luxury tax kind of number to reflect his contract. It's not seventy, but it's forty-six million. So you you got two two guys now pitching for pitching and hitting. For the Dodgers and pitching in two years from now, of course, um, that are making less money on the salary cap table or tax table than both Scherzer and Verlander last year.
0: That is correct. Which with is the, amazing. Which, which truly is amazing. And obviously the Dodgers are not messing around and a billion dollars for two players and all the things that, that are out there. And you knew that they had the resources. And once you saw them defer the money for Otani, you knew they were going to go in in other places. And they did. They signed Glass down to the extension after the trade and they got Yamamoto and Yamamoto going to be there with Otani. He's going to be closer to Japan. He's going to be in better weather. He's going to be in LA. There's glitz, the glamour, the whole thing. But I, I just, I'm confused by Brian Cashman and Steve Cohen, and and I'm I'm happy that Steve Cohen didn't go an extra fifty or a hundred million dollars to get him. But if you, we all knew, every single one of us knew that they couldn't compete with the Dodgers brand and the Yankees brand, and we said for weeks, the only way that the Mets get Yamamoto is if they offer more money than everybody else. So when that 12-year 325 comes to Steve Cohen and he says, I'll match it, not to go above it, I mean, he, he seemed like he really wanted the guy. He flew it? all the way out a
1: private jet to Japan. How much
0: does that cost? A half a million dollars? Instead of
1: going 12 years, why don't you just go 10 years? He oh, could have done that too. That, that, that's the point. But I, uh, here's you know what thing. I mean? But here's the problem that Steve Cohen has, and it's a perception problem. It's it's the problem with the Mets. It's a problem with, you know, uh, that they are not the Dodgers. They are not the Yankees. We know that. We've always known that. And here comes the guy with the most money, and the guy with the most money can't buy the guy that seems that everybody wants. And all I can tell you is that it's a bad look. You know, it's a bad perception look. You know, you know he does not like to lose. You think hedge fund, hedge fund managers like to lose? No, I mean,
0: he didn't of get to his not. net worth by uh, liking to lose, but he, he didn't even give Yamamoto the opportunity. Now, maybe the Dodgers would have continued to match. It would have gotten out of control and someone would have dropped out. But he didn't even give Yamamoto the opportunity to turn down more money than the Dodgers. See, that's the thing that was interesting to me. I just, I just thought that if he wanted him that bad, he'd at least come back and say, all right, they're 325, we're 350. And if the Dodgers match, it's just like, okay, fine, now I'm out. But he did, he just matched that number. And he knew, like, when you match that number, let's let's say we're, we're both in the room here. Okay. We're in the room. Right. Yamamoto's agent tells Steve Cohen and Mets Brass that it's 12 years, 325 from the Dodgers. If I'm in that room, I say, if we match, he's going to L.A. That's it. If we match, he's not coming here. So we're going to have to go forward with more money. And they ended up matching, and he chose the Dodgers. Like, and this is not second-guessing. This is what I would have said and probably you would have said in that room. Like, I don't care if we flew to Japan. I don't care if he was at dinner at your house. If this money is the same. I said this, we could pull up the article from Digital. If all things are equal. He's going to L.A. He's not coming to the Mets. I mean, this might sound nuts, but I'm I'm a little bit... I'm refreshed that the Mets' expectations are going to be very low this year because we have had such high expectations for the teams around here and they have failed on such an epic level that I'm actually refreshed to go into the season where nobody's going to expect them to do anything. Right. And if they give us a good season and they get into the postseason, that's going to be awesome. Whereas last year... With the highest payroll in the history of the game, and to fail like that was so incredibly embarrassing. So I don't want every offseason to be like this. This is clearly a this is a renovation. This is the, the Steve Cohen and David Stearns are the property brothers right now. They're going in and they're renovating this house and they're digging things up and they're knocking down walls and they're getting their hands dirty. And eventually the finished product is going to be the nicest house on the block with Metropolitan Park and a winning team and a perennial winner. That's the hope. But this year, I mean right now they they just found some asbestos and they gotta call somebody
1: in to get rid of it. Yeah, get rid of it yeah. And it looks kinda ugly and they're gonna we're gonna have to deal with it. Yeah, the biggest problem with all of this is the opening press conference that Steve Cohen had. Five year
0: championship.
1: Yes. Yep. I mean, that's like, uh, you know, Brody Wagon and flew it to the top. The whole thing. Flew it to the top. I mean, that's why you got to be very, very measured when you have these press conferences. You got to be very careful about what you say and how you say it. Mm-hmm. You know, try to be, you want to be positive. You want to be upbeat. You want to be excited. He's a fan. He bought the team. And now he's finding out how hard it is just to build a winner. And maybe, 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 I don't know how he runs his, his hedge fund, but I'm assuming that, you know, he's taking top-notch, you know, Business people out of all of these top notch business schools. So, and you would think that you're bringing in the best and brightest and the youngest of a new generation. Maybe that's the way they're going to try to go about this with the New York Mets, which I wouldn't be against that. Just know that we're not going to be winning anything anytime in the immediate future. Maybe, maybe, maybe in another two or three years, maybe. I mean, it's tough though, because you don't want to have the
0: fan base feel like this year doesn't mean anything because from a business standpoint, that sucks for the organization. Like, I would not want to be the guy who has to market this team right now to a fan base that is pissed off that they're not doing anything and it looks like they're just picking up scrap heap guys left and right for a season that doesn't matter to them because they're not trying to win a World Series.
1: I I don't think they're scrap heap guys. I think these guys that they just traded uh, from... Milwaukee, too, to get here, I think, are, are quality baseball players.
0: Scrap heap guys.
1: Uh, you know, that's oh, what I, it no, feels, yeah, like. feels like. feels like a scrap money. heap guy. Make a key trade? Well, we'll see what they, they end up piece. doing. I don't know. Listen, uh, David Stern's a smart guy. We got to give him a, he's only been here, what, for like four months? Uh, uh, that is true, but first impressions do matter, and
0: it feels like the first impression is that he's going to take the, the small market – mentality and apply it here i don't believe that totally but in this first off season the first impression is that but you have to believe as i mentioned uh, the the um analogy of it's a it's a renovation and with a renovation it gets ugly in the beginning and then in the end product it is it is beautiful but it gets ugly in the beginning and it's going to be ugly this year i would love to sit down though with David Stearns, and, and this this won't happen because they're going to be very guarded. They're not going to tell people anything. But I'd love to just sit down with him candidly and what is the plan? Tell me the plan. Make me feel better. Well, about mean, this offseason. I, I need the, to know.
1: I think the plan was when they traded Verlander and Scherzer and it, uh, agreed to get pick up this year's salary. They got quality, um, you know, minor leaguers back. Uh, prospects that hopefully someday will turn into being really good players or if not really good players, players that you could trade at the trade deadline. I mean, that's part of the thing that we don't see here. That's That doesn't impact the major league club until those guys get here. So they spent, a, a, you know, $160 million essentially to bring in quality younger players to fortify their their their, their young system, if you will. I I don't necessarily disagree with that, and I hated the fact that they brought in two guys that didn't want to be here in the first place. The only reason they came here was because of the money.